it's time for school days. Hope for moms and dads of school-aged kids. I tell parents, you're like a training wheel on a bike. Your job isn't to make the bike move. Your job is to keep the bike upright. Those of us who are the true educators, we really want to be given the opportunity to educate the whole child. We can get free college degrees based on all of the opportunities that are out here and available to our students. Oftentimes, as parents, I think we want to protect our kids, but I think one of the greatest gifts we can give them is allowing them to experience adversity. Yeah. Here's your host, Danita Bailey. Well, welcome to School Days, Help for Moms and Dads of School-Aged Kids. I'm Danita Bailey. And I am Hunter Paris. Hey, Hunter, you're back. Yes, ma'am. Third time. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, If you're joining us, this is a a continuation of part two of our Kid Takeover series on dating. Hunter is a senior in high school. And he's here co-hosting with me today, and he's a veteran kid takeover host. <laughs> I don't know about that. But this is like your third time, right? Third time. It is. It is. I mean, technically fourth, if you want to count the other episodes. Fourth episode? I mean, yeah. I mean, we did an episode before this. So. Yeah, yeah. We've done I mean, several. Yeah. We kind of like you around here, Hunter, so we keep asking right. you back. It's all good. So your mom, Sandy, and I went to junior high and high school together. Yes, she did. Did did. <laughs> Did she ever talk to you about her dating years and her teen years? She did. Um, she had a couple of weird boyfriends. She was a model in high school. Yes, um, I know. We were so impressed by that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and so she's she had a lot of attention from guys, I think. At least that's what she tells me. Um, she had a couple of weird boyfriends. Um, one of them stole Christmas presents out of the back of her truck. Yeah, it's just it's just weird. His name was Snake. So oh, shout well, out to Snake if you're out that, there. That kind of was a red flag, Sandy. But yeah, that yeah, Sandy. <laughs> yeah, and then she married, met my dad, and uh, I came into the picture. Yeah, and by model we mean like she was in Milan and yeah, she was in she was on Cosmopolitan in Turkey. Yeah, she wasn't just like, like a JC Penny like yeah. model. Although yeah. nothing wrong with that, nothing wrong no, with JC Penny, but exactly. she was like international model. Yeah, she was. Yeah. She traveled to Italy and Japan and uh, all those places. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, she, she was pretty successful. She and, and how old did she start? Do you know? Um, she started at fifteen. That's so super young. young. Yeah, it is. To especially so, to be going internationally. So, yeah, she got a lot of attention. Exactly, she did. And at age 15, I was not doing anything close to what she was doing. Mm. I was playing Xbox, making <laughs> bad grades. So. <laughs> well, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. But uh, in the last episode, we laid out what dating looks like for preteens and teenagers. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the impacting impact of dating on our lives and parental involvement yeah dating has changed quite a bit since i was your age and the age of the other kids that are on the episode so we really just needed to lay the groundwork first and kind of think find out what it is that's going on nowadays so if you're listening to the podcast please sure be sure to go back and listen to that episode i think that it'll be eye-opening But before we go any further, let me just say it does take a village. If you have if you have a great if you hear a great parenting tip or a nugget of advice, share it with your parent friends. Facebook it, Instagram it, tweet it, link it in and add the hashtag school days show and hashtag I am school days. And also, we want you to be a part of our show. If you have any questions or comments, give us a call at 214-444-5575. Or if you're live with us on Facebook, you can drop a question there. Yeah. So, Hunter, who's with us in the studio? Uh, Today we have Avery Sparkman, who is a 10th grade student from Midlothian, and Jacob Harper, an 8th grade student from Dallas. Uh, And joining us by video chat is Rachel Resta, an 8th grade student from Mansfield. Hey, Rachel. Hi. 
<laughs> Thanks for joining us, and especially since you've been here for quite a long time since this is part two. So thanks for hanging in with us. Of course, no problem. Yeah. So we're just going to jump right in. So this was always a huge deal uh, for me uh, back in the day. So what impact does the breakup have on <laughs> on you, on your mental health, your social life? What impact does breakup have? Um, for me, uh, whenever I took a break with my girlfriend twice, um, it, it just messed me up. You know, I was unhappy. I was almost sort of depressed. I was, I didn't have depression or anything, but I was just in a sad state. Mm -hmm. Um, in a week I lost like eight pounds. I couldn't eat. Like it was bad. Um, but you know, it, it takes a toll on you for sure. Depends on how deep the relationship is, uh, how deep of a toll it would take on you. But, um, yeah, it was it was just unhealthy for me to be that sad. And then, you know, once I started to get better, that's when we talked it out and we were fine again. So is this your current girlfriend? Yes, ma'am. How long have y'all been dating? Off and uh, on, I mean. Uh we took a break like a month ago, but we've been dating since January twenty nineteen. So Oh, okay. So, so about a year. We're 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 back together, so we're good now. So. Yeah. So I know that we are we have um various levels of dating. We've got various ages of kids. How old are you? Um, Jacob, you're 14 and you're 15 yes. and um, Hunter is 18. Um, and not all of us are dating. Uh, I'm certainly not dating. But <laughs> <laughs> I can't say us. Uh, but, you know, you can speak for what you've seen just in your schools with your peers and whatnot. Right. What is the impact of the breakup that you've seen? I've seen so many different kinds of breakups from multiple people. Um my last relationship was very easy for me to get over because of the fact that I was not happy at the end. Mm -hmm. But um, I guess you could say that there are a lot of different kinds of ways, like kinds of ways that people deal with breakups, mm -hmm. that they process it. But um, basically, like depending on the person, how open they are with their emotions, it's just, it's completely different for everyone. Mm -hmm. And it also depends on the relationship, but it can take a very big mental toll on people. Right. Exactly. So. And sometimes you think it's easy and it's just not like the way that I was trying to get over my breakup. I was hanging out with a lot of people, a lot of people, Connor Kilgore, Clayton Arnett, big Trey. Like those are the people that really helped me get over or, or try to get over. But at the end of the day, you go home and you sit in your bed and it's just like, dang, like it's, it's really over. Or at least right. you think it is, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and it just, it's 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 it sucks like it's not fun but um you know i started to get better and um we were able to work it out in the end mm -hmm. rachel yeah. do you want to chime in yeah so like i've seen a lot of my friends actually go through a lot of breakups actually and i guess like the hardest thing about me watching my friends go through that is that they start doubting like their personality and like who they are and they're trying to like fix themselves because they're thinking if they fix something then that person will get back together with them or they're trying to see like why that person broke up with them. So it really does like, it makes them like second guess themselves and it really just changes their personality a lot. And I just hate seeing them go through that. Cause I just want to tell them like, you're doing nothing wrong, you know, just try to encourage them just to keep on being who they are, but they do change a lot because of it. Yeah. Yeah. It can definitely yeah. shake your confidence. If, it can. if you get broken up with, sure. right. And even if you don't know it's even if you don't even know the reason why mm -hmm. like, exactly. there are a lot of people that won't explain why there's it's just 
not good to put someone in that state of mind. Like, if you don't tell them why you did it, then it's not going to be a good mm-hmm. mixture. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's the worst feeling, for sure. In, yeah. Oh, sorry. In um, around sixth grade, I want to say, my friend and his girlfriend, who I'm kind of friends with, but I uh, haven't really talked to him in a while, they broke up and... Um, they didn't really talk to each other for a while, but I don't know what happened between them personally. But yeah, that's all I know. Does it impact your social group, the people that you hang out with? How does it impact that? Um, I would like to say that when you're dating someone, you, I know for me, I try to become friends <laughs> with their friends, not just my friends. And mm-hmm. then you start to hang out with them more than you do your actual friends. And then it starts to impact your friend groups. Like once they, if they end up breaking up with you, you don't really have your friends anymore, your own friends. Mm. And then you try to go back to that group. And then sometimes they'll even say, Hey, like you, you didn't even talk to me for that long. Like it's very, I would like to say petty, but it's not. They're just hurt by it. Exactly. Uh, You know what? I've tried to be friends with my girlfriend's friends. (laughs) It's just like, that ain't gonna happen so <laughs> yeah i, I just I, i've kept my circle of friends throughout my relationship and you know once once i thought it was over once we were on a break they were still there for me and i think right. that's a big part of a relationship just keeping in touch with the friends that were there before the other person was there mm-hmm. um and so yeah i'm thankful that i've done that for sure right because yeah. if you don't then when you if when you break up it's probably mostly like when when you break up yeah. right. for the most part if you're a teenager not if um then if you've shunned all of your friends and then you (laughs) then you have nobody right including the the significant other and then you you know hopefully your friends are good enough to know that uh, yeah just wait wait for it (laughs) be back it'll be back (laughs) yeah um how does it impact academics when you break up especially if the person goes to your school oh man oh well i don't know silence (laughs) I don't know personally, but I think this might happen where it may kind of you might might be in a bad mood that day and you're kind of off in your schoolwork and just and if you're in groups with um with your ex, it might be kind of awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, like for sure, when you're thinking about something over and over again and you don't want to focus on anything else mm-hmm. you your brain not your brain but like you're not letting yourself focus on anything else it can be very harming to not just yourself but also to your academics right and it can keep you from achieving what you need to achieve or what you want to achieve in the long run mm-hmm, mm-hmm. rachel right like it definitely affects it in many ways because um i've seen like some of my friends they'll even like they'll go through like a bre- breakup and like y'all were saying, they don't feel like doing anything really. Like they don't really mm-hmm. feel like doing going home and actually doing the work or like in class they're distracted and they can't stay focused because they're constantly thinking of like what's going to happen if they ever run into that, you know, her or him, you know, or see them. So it's just it really gets distracting and you just lose your focus and that can really like affect your grades and maybe it can affect you like in the long run as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. Um, when I was on a break with my girlfriend, uh, I just come to school and do nothing. But that's just kind of senioritis, though, right now. <laughs> yeah. It's just I come to school and I just watch YouTube videos all day because I have nothing. It, it's School is easy right now. Um, it's just just getting to May. 
and then I'll just be done. And then I actually got to focus on stuff in college for sure. But yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Let you ask this next question. Uh, I think that's funny. Got you. <laughs> what would be the benefits of not dating until after high school? Could you see this as an option for yourself? I can't really speak on this. So. <laughs> or you could stop. What do you mean? <laughs> stop dating. Oh, yeah, I could. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, if you're out there, you're going to have to go ahead and end this. So. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but. What would be the benefits of not dating? Like you're already dating. Some of us are already dating. So what if you didn't date anymore? Is that an option? I personally could not see myself doing that. Yeah. Because of the fact that I personally am very degrading of myself. And yes, I need to learn to not degrade myself. And I'm getting Uh better in time with not like looking down on myself and all kinds of stuff like that. But also it's... Whoa. (laughs) It's more of, like, just kind of thinking about, hey, you have someone to build you up. Yeah. It's not just a friend. It's someone who knows you very, very well. It's someone who is there for you and isn't fake about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I agree with that. I'd love to hear from Rachel and Jacob because I think both of you guys are not dating, right? Yes, I am definitely not dating. <laughs> <laughs> So I would just say like the benefits of it would definitely be to like waiting till call or like it's just I feel like the maturity level has really like it just starts growing more. And so I feel like that's whenever you start getting really serious about it and it just continues to grow in maturity. And that's whenever, like I said, you just start getting real serious about it. And it's not just like, hey, I like you and then I like you too. And then, you know, just like the little things and then y'all break up. So I feel like you just start getting really serious about it. Mm-hmm. For, for me, um, I I think that if you date after high school, that when you're in college and stuff, um, that you could probably... My mom told me that you can choose what days you do your work and stuff and choose what days you don't. So um, I was thinking that you can be able to arrange what days you can't... you um aren't doing your work and then you'll be able to spend time with your um other significant other yeah and you know that's that's actually another thing is um when you're dating you have um you have to balance all of that right you have to balance sports if you're in sports or drama or whatever extracurricular activity you have and academics which is supposed to be your first job and then oh by the way you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend that you're supposed to be spending time with um, it is oh, go ahead. It is so hard to keep everything in balance because you have to keep your friends in balance with your significant other. You have to keep your school and your activities and then spending time with them also in balance. So it's just really hard to keep that all in balance and not let anything overflow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have this question for you, um, Hunter. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's oh. your name? <laughs> <laughs> I think for a second. So how can or does dating seriously in your last few years of high school impact the choices that you make about what you're going to do after you get in high school, after you get out of high school? It does. It impacts it for sure. Um, I was thinking about going to the University of Arkansas with her, um, with my girlfriend, because that's where she wants to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and like in October, I was like, all right, I'm going to go there. Like, I'm going to go there. And then I was like. She was telling me to do what's best for me. And, you know, we're just saying, you know, this is going to work. 
whether I, I you go to Arkansas or not. And I was like, listen, I just need to go to the University of North Texas. It's what's best for me. It's the best sports broadcasting top 10 in the nation. Um, uh, I, I didn't really let it influence my decision that much because I'm going to UNT and she's going to Arkansas. And we're going to try and make it work. Um, but yeah, you definitely just think about all of it. Um, cause you just want to be with that person. Like you're in love. Like you just want to be with that person no matter where it is, but you know, we'll, we're still going to be together and we're going to make it work. So what do y'all think about people who follow their, um, their significant other to school? Like they may not be going to the school that's necessarily the best for them. Like you exactly. made the choice to do, but they're like, Hey, you're going to UNT. And so I'm going to go to UNT. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think that, um, I guess you could not, I guess you could say, but like, definitely it's not the best choice for some people because you don't, if it's a new relationship or if it's an old relationship, even you don't know if it's going to last. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. You don't know what's ahead of you, but, um, you just have to put trust and instill trust in, in each other that, you know, this is going to work. It's meant, we think it's meant to be, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. So, but Rachel. Yeah. Like I totally agree with that is that, you know, relationships like you just you're not sure if they're gonna last so you don't want to because you know college is like a big deal especially what you want to be in your future you know it's like a career it's like a big step so I feel like you shouldn't just follow you know where your boyfriend or girlfriend goes I I mean if that's like the college is that's best then great but like I feel like if it were to end then what would you do if that wasn't like the best college to go to because then you would still have to like struggle to find that career that you want to do so I just feel like it's just safe to go where you would be best beneficial for you. Plus, I mean, hopefully your boyfriend or girlfriend would like accept that and want the best for you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. That's good. Let's talk a little bit about parents because <laughs> oh we're here and we're observing all of the hormone changes and all of the crushes and the puppy loves. And we And that's probably kind of like not good to say puppy love because... Oh. <laughs> <My bad. Okay. laughs> and when you fall in love with your first um boyfriend or girlfriend so um do your parents have rules or a point of view about your dating and what are they um don't date until you're 16 and that don't have sex before you get married and make sure that you're respectable to your boyfriend or, or girlfriend or just Wait, never mind. The <laughs> you're you um re- that it's a equal relationship between you mm. two and that. Exactly. What does that mean? Like um, if you respect her wishes and her point of views, and she respects yours, yeah. Or basically, basically, don't be controlling yeah. over the other person. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Rachel. Yeah, like my parents, they've always just told me, of course, you know, like my dad, he has to meet him, of course. And like my parents have to know their <laughs> parents and they have to have like a, you know, like they just everybody just kind of needs to know each other and be like comfortable with each other and don't be at the house alone or don't have any doors shut. Things like that, you know, that seem real like real like small and just not like a big deal but like in the long run it really is a big deal and it's like important to follow those rules and like those boundaries and of course like curfews and those can really help you in the long run to not fall for 
anything that you will regret in in the future. Exactly. And growing up, my my parents didn't have that many um, limitations on dating. But obviously, you know, I come from a Christian household, and it's just like waiting till marriage is like the standard. Like they, it's not really said. It's just you just do it. Um, but you know, I was able to, I guess, date. I never, I never dated anybody before. I mean, I, I dated them, but it's like he's air quoting a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm air quoting. So if you're listening to the podcast, you can't, <laughs> can't hear the air quote. But um, yeah, um, it's just, I don't know how to say it. Um, yeah, I just had a brain fart. I just <laughs> lost happens. my thought. It's fun when it happens when you're live somewhere. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, Avery, did you do your parents have a point of view about dating and any kind of rules? Well, <laughs> y'all have all said like the same type of thing. I'm like, mm-hmm. I definitely relate to to relate to Rachel and her parents' rules because my parents are like, yeah, you can't can't go on dates alone. Like, even if you're driving. A parent always has to be with you. You always have to have parent parental consent, like wow. not consent, but like parental vision. Mm. Um, uh. No doors closed, and in a general area. Mm-hmm. But um, those rules are crucial. Yeah, they're very crucial. Yeah, I I had um, my rule from my father was, if you're going to go out on a date, then he has to come to the house two or three times. <laughs> Before he can take you away from the house. Wow. Yeah, he is pretty strict. <laughs> that seems reasonable, though. That like, seems reasonable. Why? Yeah, I see. Um, I sorry. Go, no, you good. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, it seems reasonable because I guess if I guess what I'm trying to say is like, um, like, how do I say this? It seems reasonable because of the fact that you don't know if you're going to be with them for longer than like even a a month like mm-hmm. if they make it to your house three times and they hang out with you three times within a short amount of time and your parents feel comfortable with them and they they approve of that person mm-hmm. then i think it's it's probably better to have that kind of rule yeah yeah so. full disclosure so my kids are 12 dj's birthday is today yeah, happy, birthday, happy birthday dj, DJ. happy birthday <laughs> Yes, and um, Jonathan is nine, and Chrissy is seven. So I honestly have not thought to the dating uh, phase at all. I think I don't want to. Uh, (laughs) Don't want to think about it. I bet it's going to happen seventh and eighth grade. He's going to seventh grade next year. Yeah, he's going to be at uh, middle school next year. I'm I'm predicting half half through half the year next year, second semester of seventh grade. He's going to come home and be like. Hey, mama, I like this girl. Can I go to the movies with her? Oh, no. No, you cannot. <laughs> you can- <laughs> I'm not saying you're going to let him. I'm just saying I can see that happening. Just how your voice went like this. Your yeah, voice went really low. Yeah, you yeah. did. You got into <laughs> really cool mode. Although it's, it's pretty low. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so I'm having heart pal- palpitations. <laughs> Gosh, yeah. Okay, let's move on from that. <laughs> um. Do your parents help you set boundaries for your relationships? Should you think they should? And if they, sh- if you don't think they should, then why? They should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely should. I guess I'm going to be the one person that's like, nope, nope, nope. Um, I think that it, it's crucial to set your own boundaries. Okay. 
Because if you can't set your own boundaries, then should you really be in a relationship? That's, that's and, what I say. If you can't stand your ground and set your own relationships for yourself and for your significant other. Well, here's the thing. All right. Like, I don't know. Middle school and high school is a different. It's a different game. Um, I, when I said yes, I was talking about middle school. It's yeah. just like, but high school, especially when you're junior and senior, you should be able to set your own boundaries. And if you're, yeah. you got parents infringing upon that, it's just kind of like, really? So even, so you're 15 and you're a freshman. Uh-huh. So you don't think so? You don't think the parents um, should be helping to uh, no, set I, I, boundaries? I, I, I definitely think they should. I think that once you, I'd, I'd say a sophomore, junior year, I know sophomores that are like, like, I, I I played on the same football team as him. I'm like, I thought you were like a junior. Mm-hmm. It's like they're, they're like sophomore. Like kids are getting more and more mature, in my opinion. Like kids are growing up really, really fast. Um, and like, like I just said, like sophomores on my team, and I know sophomores. It's like I thought you were juniors. Like you guys are like really mature, and you, you just look older. Um, yeah, I think I think sophomore junior year and senior year you should be able to set your own boundaries but freshman years you're still just a little kid man (laughs) yeah for sure right so what do you think yeah i mean like i'm kind of like with both ways a little bit because of course you know i feel like your parents should Mm -hmm. definitely guide you through it because then again you know they're older they're wiser they've been through it they've made mistakes and they kind of know like what would be best um but then again like i kind of agree with trying to set your own boundaries because there's something about just feeling because if your parents just set those boundaries you're not going to really want to apply them as much as you would if it's your own boundaries yeah that's so really like interesting. if you're like really like into those boundaries and it's just for you you're like wow well i set these goals for myself i set these boundaries for myself there's something to me that wants to keep those because it's like a goal to you other than you know somebody telling you what to do like these are the boundaries you got to follow them you know there's something else just by setting them and feeling like independent and like, wow, well, I'm really going to keep these because they're my boundaries, you know? Exactly. I think that's a really valid point I had not thought about. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I think that as, as, a, as the parent in the room, we would love for you guys to let us make suggestions about some boundaries that you should set. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think, like what Hunter said, um, the growing up so fast, I feel like that's also part of society. It is. It is definitely pushed by society. Like looking older, not so much. But for girls, like for girls looking older and like getting into things that like such as like wearing more makeup, like making yourself look older, mm-hmm. that is definitely pushed by society. Yeah. So. Um, and then there's a difference between my house boundaries, right? Like no closed doors and things like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Versus, um, what are some boundaries that you, what are some boundaries, Avery, that you would want to set for yourself? Um, like no closed doors. Not the house boundaries, because you really don't have a choice. Yeah, You're not paying rent. Not, <laughs> not at my own house. Like when I go to other people's houses, like my, like my boyfriend's house, for example, no closed doors whatsoever. Whether it's mentally, like oh, okay, so emotionally oh, closed doors, uh-huh. like not telling anyone anything, mm-hmm. and also like physically, no closed doors, like to rooms that that you're in with your boyfriend or girlfriend. Mm-hmm. 
like it's just not safety but like it's just keeping yourself safe that's so crucial like yeah. mentally physically emotionally so yeah rachel yeah like for me it would definitely be like say we're out with friends or of course you know like peer pressure starts kicking in and stuff just knowing my boundaries and being like okay well i'm not gonna do that because that's just you know how i am and it's just being like also just you know your parents just trusting you too because if your parents trust you then you're just going to be able to you know hang out with friends and they trust you not to do those things and so like boundaries outside of the house would definitely just be um being able to say no to things i feel like that's really hard right now in our age is just saying no because mm -hmm. then you're going to be like you don't want to be considered as that person who's like not having fun or anything but in reality, I mean, saying no is a really good thing to do. And it's a really, like, wise decision to do also. Yeah. <clears throat> it's also a hard decision to say no, especially when you're one of those people that's like, yeah, I don't like saying no to people. Like, not me personally, but, like, if you're one of those people that doesn't like to say no to people, it's going to make it a lot harder for you to be in a relationship unless you have those boundaries and are like, hey, I'm going to say no to this. This is something that I'm not going to do. And I think that that's something that is super important that you learn as a young person in general, not just in, in, in dating relationships, but you have to learn to advocate for yourself um, because, yeah. you know, you know yourself better than anybody else knows yourself, knows you. Right. <laughs> and so that's something very important to learn as a young person. Uh, because if you don't learn it young, then, uh, you know, when you get my age, it can be, really be problematic. Yes. <laughs> so what do you guys think parents and adults don't understand about dating? Um, our parents have a lot of experience, obviously. Um, they've married. They've had us. Um, but it's just a different game now. I said that last episode. It's just a different scene. Like the dating scene is not like it was. Like online dating is a thing now. Mm -hmm. and it, it, it that changes a lot um and it's just it's just different now uh and you know like i said earlier um my parents give some good advice but at the same time sometimes they don't know what they're talking about mm, like, like like um my dad telling me like what girl like i should i should go after like you don't know dude like you don't know her you don't know this other girl i'm talking to like advice like that like that's the only stuff that i know and my friends know um and so yeah i think parents should not never make a decision about dating about a, like like dating a certain person that's like they should never like push another person uh in front of your face and be like oh like talk to them and stuff like that like that's that's not good and it's not right so i definitely agree with that um it could be anyone doing that, though. It doesn't. It's not always just yeah. your parents. It could mm -hmm. be friends. It could be people at church. It could be, like, it could be an outside person that barely even knows you, mm. or a friend of that person that they're trying that. to push you towards. Yeah, Rachel. Oh, like I agree with what all y'all are saying, really, um, because in a way, I know that this has happened to my brother a couple of times. You know, like we would just be joking with him and telling him, you know you should go out for this girl, you know, like she's really sweet and all that. And then of course he just starts backing away right whenever we tell him that he should go after that girl. Mm -hmm. So I feel like just having that, um, just kind of like independence of kind of like just being able to see like who you like to 
date and like maybe if you start liking that person then having your parents you know see if that person's safe for you to be around or you know they approve of that person yeah so who do you guys we, we're wrapping up our little segment here because uh, david and the other um kids are going to come on who do you guys talk to about when you have problems in your relationship my best friends um my friend connor he's always been there for me um and you know he's had experiences like i've had experiences and to have somebody like that just to be there whenever you can call them whenever and they tell you hey i'm here if you need me that is like crucial um Mm -hmm. in a relationship like i call him all the time and we just sit there and just talk for hours and hours um, about different scenarios and different situations and stuff like that and so to have somebody like that um in your life is is, it's awesome Mm -hmm. for sure um, I personally talk to, I don't talk to my parents about that kind of stuff. Like, mm. I feel like I'll get judged. Mm-hmm. Not, well, not judged, but like they'll give me information that's not necessarily needed, but like also mm-hmm. not something that I want to hear because it's not the time or place. Mm-hmm. But also I talk to the one friend that actually got me and my boyfriend together. Like she knows him better than anyone that I know other than his family. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, you talk to your significant other about that problem to try and fix the problem. But also, I don't personally like having other people in my relationships. So, it, it, mm-hmm. it's mm, it's very debatable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rachel? Um, I definitely talk to my parents and one of my really best friends about it. Because I love talking to my parents because I just love to see their point of view. And, of course, I would just love to still keep them, like, involved with what's, like, going on, you know, like, who I'm interested in and everything. Um, Especially, like, my mom. She's just one of the most um, caring and wise ladies I know. And she has definitely been through a lot before she got married with my dad. So she kind of, you know, she's been through the unhealthy and she's been through the healthy. And so she really does get to, like, lead me through that. And, of course, my best friends, because they understand it because they go to school with me, they're there, they're my age, they're present. So then, of course, I'd love to see their point of view, too, because they kind of more understand me in a way, because this is more of, like, our time. Um, so I would definitely say just my best friend and my parents. So what are the best ways for parents to create a safe and open space for communication with you guys about dating? You said you don't want to ever talk to them about that. Well, I would like to edit that a little bit because I talk to my mom about it, but mm-hmm. I don't talk to her about everything. Yeah. Because not everything is something that I want to talk about. Like, there could be a problem that I am i don't want to talk to anyone about, but I'll talk to one person about it and that's it. Mm-hmm. And um, I forgot the question. Well, what can we do, what can we do to make you guys want to come talk to us and feel sa- like we're a safe place to land? Definitely don't. Make sure for 100% that you are not getting any thoughts of that person of making your child feel like they're pressured into saying anything Mm -hmm. or feel like it's not an open environment for them to or that um, that they're being judged. Yeah. People, kids our age, they they don't like talking to their parents about that stuff because they're afraid of being judged by their parents. They don't want their parents to look at them differently. Um, and you know, I talk to my dad sometimes about my relationship and 
he he kind of spins and puts it into a certain narrative and sometimes it's like at the point where it's like okay i get it but um yeah like i that's what kids are afraid of is just being judged Mm -hmm. rachel i think for parents just to be able to listen to us and like y'all were saying just like not not so much like judge us but just try to you know like tell us what we're doing wrong and make us feel like we are like really bad people for making one mistake you know i know for me i'm definitely i always try to like please people in many ways so like not being able to please somebody or not being perfect it like crushes me so for me being safe just to tell my parents about things is that they just you know they just come at it in like a really like calm way and you know instead of telling me like i did this so wrong and like you're you know, this is, I told you, told you not to do this and everything, just trying to tell me, you know, what to do to fix it and tell, like, just be sure to like reassure them that you love them no matter what, mm-hmm. because that's really important to hear in a moment where, you know, you made a mistake. It's just being heard again, that my parents love me, you know, maybe in that moment you're disappointed, but just being heard that, Hey, I know you made this mistake. It's okay. You know, we're going to get through it. Everybody makes mistakes and I still love you. And, you know, and then start trying to, like, mm-hmm. help them and lead them in, a like, a different path to help them. So I love that. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We are out of time, at least for our segment. David is going to come on with um, our other two guests. Um, so hang in with us. We will be right back uh, for more of the show. Hey, I'm Danita. And hi, I'm David. Catch our show, School Days, help for moms and dads of school-aged kids. Look, we've been married for 14 years and have three school-aged children. We both work in the field of education. We have the same struggles helping our kids academically just like any other parent. So we want to share what we've learned and invite experts to share with us so we can all learn together. Join us Tuesdays from 11 to noon in the Blue Bowl. All right, so welcome back. Hey, Maddie. Hey, hey. hey. Good, good to see you again. So you're back hosting. <laughs> um, yes, I am. So just to give a little bit of background. Um, I taught uh-huh. her sister um, in sixth grade, mm-hmm. and then uh, we reconnected. She's and- a freshman now, by oh the way. Gosh. Yeah, yeah, I know. She's in ninth grade, so three years ago, yeah. My babies are growing up. Oh, freshman. Yeah, <laughs> and, and so... Um, then I began to tutor Maddie. She's a senior now and tutor her for SAT prep um, as well. So just give us a quick update as to where you are, what's going on with your life. Well, I'm actually, I just um, decided that I'm going to Texas Tech in the fall. So okay. I'll be in Lubbock. Um, I am actually taking a really rigorous like high school schedule right now. Last semester, it was so easy. I just got so bored. So I signed up for five TCC classes this I semester. Told, didn't, 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 didn't tell you about that. That I was going to be bored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. you were right. Mm-hmm. Well, well, well. <laughs> so here right. I am. Um, I'm taking th- two dual credit classes, which counts for like my high school classes, and then three online TCC classes, which is the uh, Tarrant County Community College. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Hey. Yeah. So um, we have an eighth and ninth grader with us. Uh, so we have Michael Ryan and. Leah Glover. Micah is in eighth grade and Leah is in ninth grade. Um, and so I am in the midst of this, this hormonal pool of students, um, of you know, middle schoolers, seventh graders, eighth graders, and I'm teaching, you know, hard stuff academically, but I know the reality is that some of them are dating and 
you know, someone want to date, and, you know, they don't know about questions about, you know, life and sex and blah, blah, blah. And, and so um, this is going to be a great episode to really start diving into those topics um, from your perspective, not just what we have to say about it. So let's just hop right into it. So what impact does a breakup have on mental health, academics, social life? Um, so what are the challenges of when you break up with somebody? What does that do to you? Shoots your confidence and it's a reality check. It makes you hurt and it may not be like this devastating thing like they say on TV, but still hurts and you still can get heartbroken mm-hmm. how's it so what about focus in school if you messed up in here because someone just dumped you or because things didn't work out or whatever like you're sitting in class listening to you know me go over the quadratic formula with you and watch it now um so like what like what's 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 happening broke up sad you're not focused on classwork you're more focused on hurt and you're mm-hmm. not really you're you're kind of thinking like is there even not not is there a point to life but like why do i even care about this right now i'd rather just be chilling this yeah. is stupid mm-hmm. yeah. about slope it's about slope well, my, my heart is sloping right now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> negatively i'm such a nerd anyway. <laughs> hey, don't, don't, hey don't you nod your head with me you know, what, what else you gotta say about that I mean, it can ruin, like, your friendships and everything, and I don't know, like, I just don't, un- I've, this hasn't happened to me, but, like, if you see the person in class, like, you think everything's fine, like, I'm just gonna show up to school, and then you see the person, like, how does that really feel? Like, now all of a sudden, you're, like, derailed, you're just like, oh, I forgot about that, or, like, the, yeah, that did really hurt, and I was kind of over it, but now I see the person, and it's just like, oh, ouch. You know, mm-hmm. I think it can ruin like future relationships. Like, I don't want to do what I did last time in this one. And then you're thinking too much, like, just be yourself. But then that's hard at the same time. Yeah. Because, you know, it was a reason why whatever happened between you and your other, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maddie, inside. Well, I feel like, um, I don't know. Like, I would be like really upset. I really haven't. I mean, everything that has happened with me and like my, my past. Um, breakups and stuff I mean haven't really been that like emotional if that makes sense I feel like when you were talked about like school the only thing I could really think of this is not the same at all but when <laughs> I was taking an algebra 2 test I found out that my dog passed away and I oh literally goodness. I was so sad like I couldn't I, I couldn't take my test I was like and I was like, it was so bad. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So I mean, it it, it really it really laughing. took the focus oh away gosh. from it. You know, it's not the same as at all. But I just feel like I I haven't really been like that emotional over any breakups, because I know like the ones that had happened. Like one I told I talked about. Um, that one was like it needed to end, <laughs> and I was not upset mm-hmm. that it ended. So like boy, other- bye. Like boy, bye. Yeah, it was like uh, somehow Sorry. it needs to <laughs> so move into a different. <laughs> and then the next one, it was just kind of like it kind of just faded out, and it just was like we both yeah. felt the same way, and we were like, "Look, <laughs> this isn't the best thing." I think we should just be friends. So yeah, Maddie says she's a stone cold. She's a mm. I'm not stone cold. <laughs> I'm a, she just sees a heart. <laughs> All right, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> but yeah, 
So, but I like, I understand like how it impacts you, like, especially like when you're trying to focus on one thing and it's all you can focus about, because I mean, that's all I do all the time is just focus on things that stress me out. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I can't even focus on my work right now. Like what's important is I'm thinking about all these other things that like make me upset or like make me anxious, you know, but you know that for sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. like with the SAT, LOL. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, so what impact does dating have on academics or just you know on your ability to maintain an academic standard from when me. you're in love or infatuation or <laughs> lust or whatever it is <laughs> for me it's not too big of a deal just because i'm pretty good at managing my time but yeah. i know i have a friend who they're one of the biggest problems in the relationship is trying to find time to be able to do homework and still have time for the significant other. So what, what are some of the challenges of that? I mean, like you have to go to school that, that that's a block set of time. You have, you guys have other extracurriculars that you do outside of school. Yeah, plenty. <laughs> yeah. All of the sports. Like, right. Um, and I know Maddie, we were just talking about this. She, she's working like a mad woman right now. Um, and, and wrapping up uh, senior year, Works. and uh, I hadn't asked you are, you. are you still with uh, the dude, homeboy? Homeboy. You 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 had a boyfriend at least back in the fall. It's a different. Yeah, I think it's a different one than we're talking about. Oh, oh, oh wait, a different. <laughs> wait, the, the, the one. A back boo. In the fall? You you you're, you're boo in the fall when we were. Just in the fall. That's the same one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was like during the summer, like when we were together, because oh. it's changed from then. Like when oh. I was w- working with. Oh, I just grab that when i was working with like danita it was different but no. oh wait then oh then this, for me this is different then oh it is the, different the Different dude i think it might be different yeah different oh. <laughs> oh okay so from the x one to the next one huh i'm not like that <laughs> that's that's her, it just happened to ha- it happened to work out like that yeah right okay hey, we're so, not judging you right so and it, it wasn't a rebound i swear <laughs> <laughs> i'm not like that <laughs> No, listen, guys, this is not who I am. Notice how his voice got like four octaves higher. Right, 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 right. So, but how how do you, and you're still with a guy now? Yes. Working, okay, just get some context. She's working like more than she goes to school right now. It's, she, she working woman, working woman. So how, how, how do you, how do you, how do you squeeze time in for him and, Um, and academics and stuff? Well, academics. Okay. So why did it sound weird? Did I do anything? No, you're good. Oh, I'm good. Okay, cool. Um, so he's older. Okay, so I'm 18. Ooh. Yeah, I'm 18. And, okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm 18, and he's 21. Oh. So he's older, but he's in college. He has a full time job. He works for the North Richland Hills Police Department. He's a public service officer. He's a grown man. He's grown. Yeah, like he's mm. he's an he's adulting. <laughs> <laughs> he has a big boy job, and I'm still in. <laughs> yeah. So, um. I think that it kind of just depends on the person. You have to find somebody that's is like, you know how academic minded I am. And that's mm-hmm. how, that's all I care about. And I talked to Danita and how much I just, I love to learn. I love to go to school. Love I love, I just love it so much. And I feel like it's like the same thing with him. Like he loves like just taking classes and he loves learning things just as much as I do. He knows how important education is. He knows how important education is to me. And mm-hmm. so like, we always just make time, whether it's together or apart, like over the phone, like studying. I mean, when he was in high school, he scored really high on his ACT and SAT. And so that stuff that he's been going over with me, he gave me a pep talk last night for like 
an hour and was like, look, you need to get your crap together and you need to do up these scholarships. You got the SAT like in the back, like you got it under your belt, but you're just freaking yourself out. Like what you were saying. Everything was, hmm, well, exactly what right. you're saying. Yes, exactly. So um, I feel like you mentioned me working all the time and me going to school and everything. I always just find, I find time. He knows I'm busy and he's busy too. I mean, he's at work right now. Mm. He works. He's going to work over 40 hours like he's gonna work as just as much as i am so but there's always time so i always make time you have to make the time yeah yeah mm. and it's just with planning and like communication that's something that like is really important for me to communicate what my schedule for him to communicate his schedule so yeah yeah so so like this being with someone who's like-minded because so like, yeah. he's he's about the academics and so he's gonna encourage you to be about the academics oh as well gosh, so if yeah. you were slacking um no he would he would put a foot in your behind to get it get get going again yes <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly what he's told me that like motivation last night. For, he was like for look i know that saying, i yeah. seem like your dad or like your mom right now like the way that they like but i think you need it sometimes like you I, you need me to kick you and be like hey you got to get your crap together so right right so that no. that helps. And it helps a lot just like you know it's a different relationship that i have with my parents than with him mm-hmm. and it's you know like sometimes like with your parents you're like i don't listen to them but then, like, when somebody, like, that loves you is, like, that you know that you love them just as much as they love you. And it's, like, somebody you're, like, you're, like, oh, my gosh. Like, you know, like, I love you so much, you know. Um, it's just nice to hear. It's just nice to hear that stuff from them coming yeah. from them and not just your parents. And them actually pushing you, pushing you to be the better person and pushing you to be a better person than you were yesterday. Yes. Let me ask you just a little quick side question here. Have you, have you ever experienced or seen people who... For the other person, the academics was not a priority or it pulled you down or you saw it pulled somebody else down or maybe they were both high. Now they both come came down low because now they're so focused on each other. Have you ever seen those things or experienced those things for yourself? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. So Maddie has some insight on this. <laughs> that was quick. All right, Maddie. Share about that. Okay. So... Like, okay. Come on. Okay, well. No names. No, 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 no. Unless you want it. When I, no, no, no. (laughs) I'm good, I'm good. (laughs) When I was a freshman in high school, my parents told me, like, you know, you can't date until you're 16, you know? But I was just like, my mom, like, what I talked about with Denise in the last episode is, like, the red flags thing. Like, have Uh you ever, oh, red flags for my mom. Like, listen to your mom because, like, they're right. Um, My first boyfriend that i actually dated i mean i like people in like sixth grade and seventh grade and i was like oh you know but no my my actual first boyfriend that i dated that i was uh-huh. with not my parents didn't approve of it but it's that's besides the point um he actually dropped out of high school so mm. and knowing how y'all know me he dropped out of high school why we were together how'd you feel about that oh my god i was i was like dude what are you doing what are you doing what are you doing like are you okay? Like, no. He just was like, I don't need school. Was academics a priority when you first met him? Was he about was he about the academics initially? No. Right. Break flag. No. Break no. Flag. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, um, did it pull you down? Yes. Mm, talk to me about that real quick. Um, what we taught the first question you know like how does like a breakup affect like your your mental state and i Mm -hmm. feel like that was a lot of it too like not even like when like why we're together 
He wasn't a very nice person at all. He wasn't very nice to me. He wasn't very nice to my family, which is another reason why my parents didn't like him. Because, I mean, mm. they weren't. he wasn't respectful to them. He wasn't yeah. respectful to me. And, you know, I just kind of accommodated for that. And I was like, it's fine. Like, you know, but, you know. Kind of dismissed it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, you know, I think I did it because I'm, I'm stubborn and I'm hard-headed and I don't want anybody to tell me what to do. Uh-huh. But I'm like... And I never really listened to anybody else. And I was like, well, just because you say so, like, doesn't mean it's true. So I'm going to go and do what I want. Mm. And, you know, that's where I messed up. And that's why I, like, listen to people as as much as I can now. Because I'm just like, I, never going through that again. Never going through that again. <laughs> yes. No, Mom, you... I'm sorry. You were right. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Mama. I'm so sorry, Mama. Forgive me. Um, but... Yeah, so I mean, sometimes that lore can draw you into somebody that maybe you shouldn't be with, like, they're yeah. not really good for you, but um, just can't take myself away from being drawn to that person, you know, they may be toxic uh, to where you're going in life as well. So, um, yeah, I remember uh, dating myself again, but back in the 90s, they called them a roughnecks. It's a oh song by MC Light called Rough. Uh, my wife hates my date and my date my wife looking like you better hurry up move on <laughs> but anyway there was people that they were drawn to and it's like this person's no good for you but you're still you're still drawn to that person anyway mm-hmm. so hit it manny all right what would be the benefits of not dating until after high school so like not dating anybody until like you're like in college because like you know like your parents are like mm, i don't want you dating anybody until you're 30 you know <laughs> But the, what do you think the benefits would be for y'all? The maturity level would be a lot higher for yeah. both of y'all. Because mm-hmm. especially in middle school, everybody's so different and it's so annoying. And when you get to college, everyone kind of levels out a little more. Yeah, like right now, I'm at that age. I'm a freshman, so it's like we're at that age where we're almost like we want more responsibility. But yeah. we're still like in that kid mentality you know we still want to have like fun but we also want to have a lot of responsibility and like even in the small things you notice like how much fun homecoming is without a date and like stuff like that and then i don't know it kind of puts you in a box in a way in this age and like you see people getting their permits and then like getting their first job Mm -hmm. that's what's more important to me so like doing that kind of stuff and then later on then add on a relationship after i'm doing the things that i need and i want to do of course And you said you weren't dating in the last episode, right? Yeah. And are you? I'm not. You're not? Girls are mean. Oh, my. (laughs) Honestly? Honestly? He has a point. Are we? We He has a point. Anyway. um, So, could, like, have y'all been in relationships before? Just, you know. Like, I like someone, yeah. But could you see um, this being an option for you, not dating until after high school? Or others around you? Do you think other people would just, or do you kind of just go with what everybody does? Because, you know, dating's just normal. Everybody thinks about it. I don't like it, just because I'm going to get thrown into high school and I will have no, I mean, thrown into college, there'll be no experience of dating before. I think it's kind of important to get ready. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. And it's fun. <laughs> it is fun. It's nice to go out with somebody and just be like, you know, you're I, young, you have fun. Yeah, I know we alluded to this. What we talked about in the last, in our episode of, is there pressure to be in a relationship mm-hmm. um, going through these years? Is looking around you or pop culture or anything like, man, you know, I need to, I should want to, desire to um, be with somebody. Is, is that, is that? 
anywhere in the back of your mind at all? Or is it just, hey, I'm about about it. I'm going to do what I got to do. Forget you guys. I'm about my business. For me, it sucks like when you go hang out with friends and stuff and Third y'all wheel. go see a movie and everybody's like cuddling or holding hands and you're, or the something chump. And you're just standing there like, this is great, guys. I'm with my mom and my dad. <laughs> I, I think it is on Valentine's. I posted on my story a picture of my mom and I said, my mom's the only Valentine I need because we were eating Aww. out together. Oh, poor thing. It was kind of a petty move. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, so. I was definitely targeting someone. <laughs> mm. How about you, Aww. Leah? Um, <clears throat> there is someone that I do really like, and then Ooh. I feel like <laughs> okay, okay, um, the tea, <laughs> I feel like there is that desire to like hang out and stuff like that, but not be in a serious relationship at the mm-hmm. same time because I like where I am, That's and like good. I think I just got to that point where I'm like, okay, mom and dad, I want to listen to you in every single thing because you are so right, and so like. <laughs> I'm glad you're realizing that now. (laughs) Yeah, because I I messed up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so then it's like, okay, if I follow along Mm -hmm. this person I want to be with, I could (laughs) could (laughs) potentially have a really good spiritually driven relationship. And that's what I want. Yeah, of course. course. It's my bad. Yeah, Michael's very thirsty over here. (laughs) 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 All right. So uh, how does dating seriously in your last few years of high school? Uh, Maddie, this if you can answer this uh, impact the choices uh, of how you will move forward after because you're about to graduate. Yeah. So you're right. So you it's right around the corner. So you got this man in your life yeah. who's great. Now what? What well, you gonna do? I know I'm going to Lubbock, and he mm-hmm. just got that job in North Richmond Hills. So it's just like. One of those things, you know. No, I don't know. Don't no. know. <laughs> He's going to have to go long distance for a little bit until mm-hmm. I'm out of college. And like, well, I want to go to um, get my, uh, I want to go to law school. So I'm like, I'm going to go to law school after. So I'm going to be another three years of college. I'm not sure on where I want to go with that. I have an idea. Like I have a goal. But mm-hmm. obviously, I don't know like what, what's going to happen in two years because, I mean, I'm only going to be in college for like two and a half years, I think. Um, that's the plan, at least. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just wanted to go where I'm happy. I don't want to make any accommodations for anybody but myself, you know. Mm-hmm. And that was one big thing I really thought about going to UNT. I used to really want to go there, but I, you know, I toured like OSU and I toured tech and I was like, oh my gosh, like I love it here. Like I really do. And I feel like I was settling going to UNT and I didn't want to settle for anybody. Um, I didn't want to settle because it was close to my parents. I can go home whenever I want. If I'm just tired of being there, I didn't want to have like that, you know, like that, um, like I didn't, I don't, I didn't want to have like that as like being in the back door, holding like a, you back. A, yeah, like um, have that to grasp onto, you know, right. like because I get, I don't know, I've never been on my own before, and I don't want to yeah. have like me going back every weekend or me going back at yeah. night. Some people do just, that, like, right? And I don't want to have that. Like I want to actually be out on my own. I want to, you know, like because I'm gonna have to do that eventually. So right. like you know, and then I don't want to do it in a relationship and then you know not be happy like where i'm at and i'm like i could have should have woulda like went to this college but i ended up changing everything to go to stay where i'm at and i just didn't i really didn't want to do that and i was just like look if this is gonna work like it's gonna work like if it's gonna be it's gonna be mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So, you know, we got, we can make everything work if we, you know, so. Yeah. You know, and I'm just talking in general now, but, yeah. you know, some, you know, sometimes they go their separate ways and they work through it. Um, it comes through to being a fruitful relationship in terms of the marriage, things like that. And sometimes mm-hmm. things change. Circumstances change. People change. Um, the person may change. You may change. Somebody else come on the scene and like, well, now I'm okay. Like I'm mm. guilty because I have, you know, I'm with this guy, but or I'm with this girl, but I really like this other person. What am I gonna do about that? You know, so there's so many things that um, you don't know what's happening yet. Um, you know, but as you're as you guys are saying, as always, but just knowing who you are, knowing your purpose, mm-hmm. and discovering your purpose. And pursuing that and whoever you're going to ultimately be with is going to complement your purpose. And if they don't complement the purpose, then or if things change, then you may need to reconsider those things. So, so much we could get into with that. Um, so. Hit it, Maddie. All right. Do your parents have rules um, about dating or like a point of view? Yeah, like they think <clears throat> they think like courtship is a really good thing like to get to know each other and then potentially date and like the big thing is the person i like should be able to go and talk to my dad (laughs) and if they can't know her dad he don't play (laughs) (laughs) play. (laughs) (laughs) so that's a big thing and then just when i'm ready they say 16 but maybe it'll be a little bit sooner because i'm starting to learn a little faster than I think. Do you have any siblings? Yeah. Um, two brothers. I have two brothers and then a sister. And are they older or younger? I have one older brother and then two younger than me. Yeah, because so, yeah. my parents told me I couldn't date till I'm 16, but my sister's a freshman and she's like, "Oh, my boyfriend!" And I'm like, "Are you kidding? Not fair!" I know. <laughs> What's wrong? My parents are all for it. Uh, I mean, when I say all for it, they're not like pushing me like, "Oh, date someone." But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're supportive. Like I, uh, I don't mean for it to come up like in a cocktail, but I'm pretty mature for being 14. So my parents are both okay with it, and they're both. My mom is, my mom is so like my mom's my best friend, but she's so like a so boy. this girl <laughs> who you talking to, and she hypes me up I and mean, yeah, hype up for the relationship. My mom and, like, Dude. <laughs> so she, she, they're supportive of it, but they Aww. of course they have rules like don't close the doors, don't like, yeah little things like that. Of but, course. They're, both, they're very supportive of it. Of yeah. Me. You know, this kind of leads into next question of, you know, boundaries. Um, you know, you guys are a ball of raging hormones and changing right now. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. And, you know, you like somebody and looking at each other's eyes and <laughs> give me some sugar. Uh, sugar's kissing, by the way. You don't know what that is. Sugar's kissing. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you look at me? I'm I'm mis- I'm I know I'm, that. I'm, I'm mis- I don't know. I don't. I don't know. What I y'all know, know that. Anyway. Do you anyway. know that? Of course. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Look at us. Look at us. He's just talking. <laughs> so okay. So, but I don't. Sometimes I'll say stuff. And you're like, what's that? That's like a '90s thing. Anyway. <laughs> so don't laugh too hard. I was just born in 2001. Oh, Dude, come on. So, Come on. <laughs> um, but anyway. But anyway. Um. So. 
should couples be able to go off and just <laughs> be together by themselves? And, no. Or, mm, no. What? So. What? Or what? Like what? 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 What are the pros and cons of having boundaries or not having boundaries? Well, if you're together and y'all are dating and y'all can't be by yourselves together, that's kind of. I think that's kind of contradicting. Like, yeah, for dating, there's supposed to be a level of close, like closeness and intimate. Like, I tell you things, you tell me things, and we're a team. And you can't really be a team if you always have someone else with you. Yeah, I now, think like it depends on the kid. Like, if your parents know who you are and what you're gonna do, they shouldn't just let you be alone with someone. I think they should, you know, be there. I think you shouldn't be alone all the time. Like. Well, let me clarify. Be there, not like you're sitting there watching a movie in a theater, and they're sitting there looking at you too. Oh yeah. I mean, oh, you mean like one on one, right? Like mm-hmm. drop you off at someone's house, okay. and their parents aren't there. Yeah, my parents won't let me do that. No. Okay. Yeah, that's not. That's I mean, like just. Okay, but bye. like, but I mean, like going on dates. Like if I if we go out to have like a picnic or something, and look at the stars, like stuff like that. I mean, I understand. Okay, that's <laughs> oh, so, so I see. Wow. Yeah, I see. So that that's so a cheesy romantic. Chivalrous is that a word? So, Chivalrous. Chivalry. You, you said you're single too. Hmm. You said you're single yes. too. Yes. Hey guys, he's single. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like throw out all my Instagram all, all across the nation. Ninth grade. <laughs> Micah. <laughs> he would Insta- like to take you on a picnic and look at the stars. <laughs> oh, I I was using that as an example of a, that's a really good you know, example. I had a whole Valentine's Day plan. That you, you know, when oh, I, oh, oh, I, oh man, we're not even gonna talk about this. Uh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well, I think that, like, I understand not being alone together in a room or something like that, but alone together out in a public area i think that's a whole different story mm-hmm. yeah yeah you know and also i think getting to know um the parents mm-hmm. um as well and you know hopefully you know it could be a mutual a mutual understanding of kind of what are those boundaries and that they're agreed upon um i think you know could really help to avoid situations that maybe you don't need to be getting into or or that maybe they don't want you to so but that has to be worked out with each, each individual family in that you know and you guys may not agree on it but um you know but at least maybe having the conversations could be a good a good thing to have so all right next one all right and do your parents help you set those boundaries and should they or shouldn't they and like why yes um my mom so yeah again. you talked a lot about your mom like telling you like yeah, hey my mom will give me so much advice on what's too far in a relationship and what's not too far of course and i think that those boundaries constantly change with i mean they can go further than go closer like it depends on what day it is some yeah. days it seems like that's the norm and then other days it's like nah, you're crazy so mm-hmm. it, it all depends on the current mood Makes sense. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah, my parents want to make sure that I know how to set boundaries for the future, and so like even for friendships or even with the person I like, just make sure that (laughs) if um that we make the boundaries really clear, and I just don't try to. I don't know. Like, just make it seem like 
I'm just whatever. In, of course. Know. Yeah. So yeah. they help me. They seem to know before I do that I'm yeah. not setting boundaries. So, yeah. All right. So what do you think parents and adults don't understand about dating we're today? Not, we're not. So I hate when people are like, man, y'all are middle school. What kind of problems do y'all really have? It's like, that's right. Our it's problems not- are relevant to us. This is the world we know. So even if it doesn't seem like a big problem to you, it might be to us because this is yeah. who we are. Yeah. So I wish parents would understand that they may see it as, oh, my daughter or my son has a boyfriend or a girlfriend. It's, it, it's not like that to them. So mm-hmm. they may see it more serious than you do just because you see it as something dumb. And maybe it's not, but... I think you should respect how they feel about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we're not like the rest of the world, like how everybody else is treating a relationship. Like some of us are different and like trying to mm-hmm. have a healthy relationship. So I think like, yeah, that's what they don't see sometimes. Like we could talk like all this other stuff, but we actually do want to have a safe relationship and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah, and I just think that um, kids aren't going to go to parents about everything. Like, they're not going to tell them, like, every little thing about their relationships and stuff. And I think that it's really important, especially when people are put in a situation maybe they shouldn't be in, you know? Like, maybe, like, the the people that they're with are not good people. Um, a lot of the times nobody talks about it with anybody, with their parents, you know? Um, so I think it's really important to know that and try to communicate with your child, Um like you just want the best for them and you want them to come for you for things, especially when um, nobody knows that there's something wrong, even though there is something wrong, you know? Does that make sense what I'm saying? Where mm-hmm. I'm going with that? Every, everybody should have someone to go to. That, and like, I for think, me. yeah, especially. And I think that what some things don't understand is they don't think it's as serious as it really is. And maybe something's not really happening in between mm-hmm. it that shouldn't be happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of a, a quick off the dome question. This is not on the script. You know how M- I do. M&M. <laughs> yes. Um, do you wish that... Or do you feel that parents should share their shortcomings in their dating trials? Like, how much do you want to know? Do you want to know? Not want to know? Should they tell you? Yes. Should they get? Okay, yeah, talk, talk, talk to them. And t- and tell me what. So they should and tell me why. Again, my mom is so open with me about everything. She tells me about her, She told me about her past boyfriends. I mean, how it went down with other people, the stuff that's happened to her, the stuff that she's done, things like that. My mom is insanely open about everything and i think that has helped so much with me wanting to know what to do in certain situations as a parent you can't hold back certain things because you think oh they're young they're not going through the same thing i was we are there's yeah. differences but we're going through the stuff you yeah. went through so when you tell us about experience you had with your kids be 100 percent open and don't leave anything out because if you leave something out we might think oh okay and do that and think just because they didn't say like they didn't they didn't tell us about it so we don't know about it yeah. And I agree with that. I think that what I was talking about your parents, uh, parents being open and pe- and kids not coming to them. If the parents are open about like their experiences, because, you know, everybody says like I was your age once, like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you've it's heard different. that so everywhere. Different. But, you know, like when they actually have those like back it up, like with a story mm-hmm. or like with like, hey, like this actually happened to me when I was your age. Like this is what happened in that situation. This is how I dealt with it. This is how I felt. My mom did that a lot. Like 
recently. She's like, you know, I've been there and she would tell me about like the way that like when she was dating and like when she was with her friends and their friends with her boyfriends and, you know, and so like she really like she told me like a story and I was just like, oh, my gosh, like that sounds exactly like what I'm going through right now. And, you know, she told me how she dealt with it and how she would like me to deal with it. And, you know, we just talked it through. And it's really nice to have parents open like that and you'd be able to go talk to them about things that like, you know, you know, you're upset about or what you're really happy about. So. And parents can't fully understand everything that happens to us because when they of were course. around, there wasn't Instagram. There wasn't like right. there, there's so mm-hmm. much stuff that there is now that was I'm sure not glad around. that there. Probably a lot more glad that there wasn't. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everyone down talks social media, but there are some good parts of it too. I mean, yeah. it's a great platform, but there are problems with it that parents don't understand. So when kids have problems with some type of social media thing or something that you don't fully understand, I would say don't try to don't try to wing it and go with it. Try to find some sort of information or someone who can help you like convey the message to your kid yeah Yeah. leah thoughts um my mom tells me what she's gone through and it just makes it just helps me feel like i'm not the only one making the mistake and i'm not (laughs) crazy for making the mistake but like i think that's part of the reason why she tells me that stuff and to just that she's not just telling me stuff that she just came up in her mind like she actually went through it and her mom taught her this and then now my mom's teaching me it too it's just it breaks out yeah oh that that, that's good um i think that young people need to know that that parents are human beings and that you know Mm -hmm. they they've had you know and i think the age and you know how it's shared you know sometimes tell me what happened like (laughs) (laughs) everything like okay okay so can't tell you everything right right so but but just that to see that you know parents we make mistakes made mistakes too and um showing grace in the midst of that and not just because i said so as long as we're trying to hide from our own you know trying to hide our own pain stuff like that so but um it, it can be good if you know shared appropriately um and you can see that you know that that we're human beings too, and you know we went through our highs and lows too. You know, so um, I think it can be good if you know if done well, and just parents to think about those things as far as how and if you're going to, and to what extent, all those things as well. So just keeping that there. Okay, so mm-hmm. unfortunately, we are out of time. As my wife has flipped to the page to tell me we're out of time. <laughs> Love you, babe. Um, thanks so much for joining with us. I think this was a great episode. Uh, Noggin Educational Foundation is the uh, premier sponsor of School Days. So we always want to let you know what's happening with Noggin. Um, our mission is to help close the achievement gap for Noggin Educational Foundation is to close the achievement gap for economically disadvantaged children by improving educational opportunities for students, supporting families and encouraging excellence and innovation in the classroom. School Days is part of our commitment to support families by providing access to experts who offer information and resources regarding all topics that impact education. If you love this program, please consider donating to Noggin. Your gift will be tax deductible. Head to our website, schooldazedshow.com to give today. And next week, Danita will sit down with a nine-year-old author of What This Kid Wants Adults to Know About Grief. Bryce Fields and his grandfather, Bradley Vision. Vincent? Vincent. Vincent. LOL. Um, 
after the tragic loss of, loss of Bryce's little sister, they begin advocating for those who are in the process of grieving. As always, head to our website, schooldazedshow.com, for more information about all that we're doing and for resources mentioned on School Days. Remember, you don't ever have to miss a show. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and pretty much anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Noggin Foundation. That's N-O-G-G-I-N. And last, we always want to end by saying that Danita and I are parenting by grace. We depend on God to give us the wisdom and strength we need to raise our kids into flourishing adults. If you'd like to know more about that, email us at info at schooldayshow.com. Have a great week. Love you, Mom. (laughs) School Dazed is sponsored by Noggin Educational Foundation. At Noggin, we provide free educational resources to students from low-income families and support to their parents like the preceding broadcast. School Dazed is made possible by the generosity of listeners just like you. Please consider donating to Noggin at Noggin, N-O-G-G-I-N foundation.org.